Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Due to copyright issues, you will hear a message from Pastor Matt Roden without the worship songs. But you can hear the entire service on the gfcflorida.com website, GFC Florida Facebook, or the GFC Florida YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy today's podcast with Pastor Matt. Welcome to Grace Family Church. And we're so glad that you are with us. And I want to say a special thanks to those who joined us for Easter last weekend. Man, incredible stuff. Get this, over 31,000 households tuned into our Easter service and 75 viewers accepted Christ. Now, why am I telling you that? Am I trying to brag? Am I trying to look cool? No, I can't stand it when people do that. I'm telling you that because it encouraged me because folks, we're closed. Like we're not, we're not open and those things are happening. It's so cool to know that in any situation, God is still reaching people. Even though we may not be gathering, God is still moving. So I just want to tell you, thank you for watching. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being the church during these crazy times. So this weekend, new series, Burning Questions. You've had all kinds of questions during this time, probably about life, faith, relationships, etc., you can send those in to us at gfcflorida.com, and we'll keep looking into the Bible and trying to find some practical solutions for the questions that you guys have out there. And this week's question is pretty interesting. I, I like this week's question. When all of this is over, what will be different? I mean, you've had that question. You've probably had a conversation about that question you know, this week, you know, is society going to be changed after this, or are we just going to go back to normal? I mean, think about all the questions. People talk about the new normal. Nobody knows what that is, right? <laughs> you know, what, what, what even is that? Are, are sports going to have crowds? Are restaurants going to have more distance between tables? Are we going to wear masks every flu season? Who knows, right? There's just all kinds of questions about that. Because Honestly, what we experience changes us. You know, a lot of people didn't understand the folks who went through the Great Depression and World War II when they would hide their money under mattresses and things like that. But now we understand a little more as we sanitize our grocery bags. What we experience really does change us. So when it comes back to this question of when all of this is over, what will be different? Let me tell you what I hope the answer is. I hope that the answer is me. I hope the answer is you. What will be different? I hope it's us. That's what I hope will be different, us for the better. And let me tell you what I mean. While we're waiting on the world out there to get better, what's going on in us can already get better. Let me show you a verse that really spoke to me this week. 2 Corinthians 4.16, out of the message, says this. It says, so we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Man, that's encouraging because even though life out there can be crazy, God is wanting to do something new, bring new life into us every day day. And what I love about this is it says that his grace is there for us every day. Not a day goes by without his grace. That's really good news. 
But what that means is not just that we're forgiven. That means that we now have the power to step forward during this time, to get better during this time. I really wanna dig into this and show you some cool things, things about this passage. So let me look at the verse again in context, and I'm gonna look at it now in the NIV translation. So let's go back to it. Look at 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly, we are wasting away, yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Now, I love what it says about outwardly, you know, we're wasting away. What that means is our bodies are fading and we are getting older every day. There's nothing you can do about that, right? I'm 40 and I'm in, I'm feeling that effect, right? Used to, when I was younger, I could jump up and do the splits. If I jump up and try to do that now, everything splits. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it's a different time. And, uh, but look at the contrast here. I want you to see this. He says that inside of us, God is doing something new. So catch this, on the outside, we're getting older. The world out there is getting worse, but this is the interesting thing. On the inside of us, God wants to do something new and he wants to keep making us better and better. God wants to continually renew you. Now, you kind of know about renewal because we renew things all the time. Oftentimes we have subscriptions, you know, and, um, you know, things, and when we, we renew them, when we want to keep them going, sometimes your subscription can lapse or it's interrupted, you know, and so we will renew it if we want to get it back. And what's interesting about that is we've all been interrupted. We're kind of in a lapse right now. We've had a disruption that has completely changed our daily lives. Uh, it's causing anxiety, fear, loss, heartache in so many people. Our lives are interrupted, but God wants to renew us. Think about this. God wants to move forward with us. He wants to continue a work that he wants to do in us, healing our hearts, moving our path into our purpose, giving us maturity in the middle of all of this madness. So really think about this. God wants to renew you and me from the inside out during this time. Look at Romans 12 too. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the, what is that? Renewing, there's that word, renewing of your mind. God wants to renew your thinking. Think about this. God has new perspective for you. He has new places that he wants to take you. Think about here what Paul says in Ephesians 4.23. Paul told us, let the spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, God's voice speaking to you, right? Let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. So think about this, every single day, God has new perspective for you. Every single day, God has new places that he wants to take you. But how? How can that happen in my life? How can that happen in your life? How does it work? Well, the answer may surprise you, and I'll show you after this. 
So we're back and we're talking about the fact that God wants to do something new in you every day. But the question is, how does that work? How does that happen? So to understand the inside, let's go back and look at the outside. Let me, let me go back to our bodies and all the depressing stuff I said about them earlier, right? So when something is wrong with your body and you've done everything you know to do to get better, but it's not getting any better, you may be facing surgery, right? You, you may be facing the fact that a surgeon is going to have to cut in, stay with me, and take this thing out, that that may be the only way you get past this problem. And, and sometimes that's the only way to heal. But it's still a decision that you have to make. Do I trust someone else to put me under, right, to cut into me and remove what's causing these problems. And sometimes it's imagining not getting the surgery. Well, that's what makes you get the surgery, right? You start thinking, well, if I never fix this problem and this is in me every day, what will my life look like? And that's kind of what causes you to say, okay, I'm doing it. It really all boils down to this question, am I willing to have the surgery? Now I know what you're thinking. Well, thanks for the medical advice, Matt. Really appreciate that. Um, what does it have to do with me spiritually? Well, anyone can want to grow. The question, that's not the question. The question is, are you willing to grow even if it's painful? Because it often is. You know, let me show you what I mean. I, I was thinking about this the other day. When people start praying, a lot of times when we start praying, we pray for, you know, give me this, right? Uh, bless so-and-so, and in essence, don't make my life any harder, right? <laughs> don't, don't do that. So we say, you know, give me this, uh, bless them, and please help me to uh, ace this test that I didn't study for, right? You know, I prayed that one a whole bunch in college. But at some point, your prayers take a different route because what happens is, the problems in our life start to make us pray differently. And what I mean is our issues suddenly cause a desperation in us and we need God's help because we've done everything we know to do to get better and it's not getting better and now we need him. So we start praying things like this, God change me, do whatever you need to do to change me, I am willing. Those are the kind of things eventually you start praying. In other words, we're willing to have surgery. You know, um, we're willing to endure the pain and the process that might be in store to defeat this problem. We trust God to cut us open. And this is how he does it. You want to know how God does surgery? This is how he does it. Hebrews 4.12 says this. It says, for the word of God is alive and powerful is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Folks, the Bible is not just a book. It's a scalpel, okay? It, it is, scripture is powerful because it is God speaking into the very innermost parts of us. That's why a lot of people stay away from the Bible it's not because they don't want to read it. It's because they don't want to hear it. 
I don't want to know where I need to grow. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to have that conversation. But I want you to understand something. Scripture is not just inspiration. It's how God makes incisions. And that's different. That's, that's a totally different thing. So catch this. If you want God to renew you, and you want God to work in you every day, think about this. You have to be willing to let him in the areas that need growth. You think about this. If I invite a landscaper to my house and I tell him, I want my yard to look great, but just do me a favor, don't touch the weeds. The yard's not gonna look that great if I don't let him get into the weeds. That's the thing. If, if, I, if I protect the weeds, but I say, I want it to look great, I want it, I want it here, the yard is never gonna be what it could be. Let's be real. Your life is not gonna be what it could be if you're not willing to let God pull out the nasty stuff. Everybody wants to grow. But the question is, are you willing to grow even if God has to pull some weeds? That, that's really the question. And, and I want you to hear me say this. I'm not asking you to open a Bible this week because it's the religious thing to do. I'm asking you to open a Bible because it will open you. It will do something in you, renew your mind, renew your attitude, change your thoughts, change your desires. It does a work in us that only it can do. You know, I was thinking about this in King David, one of my favorite people in the Bible, he prayed a surgery prayer at one point in his life. He prayed one of those prayers. This is what he said in Psalms 51.10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. That's not one of those give me, bless me prayers. That's a prayer. Listen, that's not a God work for me prayer. That's a God work in me prayer. See, that's when growth happens. Growth happens when we go from God work for me to God work in me, pull the weeds, even if it's painful. See, that's the difference. Let me ask you a question. If you're married, would your marriage be better or worse if every day you prayed this prayer? God, change what needs to be changed in me. I am willing. If you're single, would your life be better or worse if every day you prayed this? God, change what needs to be changed in me. I am willing. See, think about this for a second. Praying for pretty lawns doesn't do any good if we're not willing to let God remove the weeds. That's the hard part of growth. We all want it, but it's not a want issue. It's a willingness issue. So let me sum all this up. Every day, God has new perspective for you. Every day, God has new places that he wants to take you. Right now, our lives are interrupted, but God wants to renew you. He wants to continue a work in you. But if you want to grow, you gotta let God in the areas that need growth. There has to be a willingness to let God pull the weeds. So this week, open a Bible, but do me a favor. Don't have a devotional. Don't have a quiet time. Have surgery. Ask God to do some work. Ask God to renew you from the inside out. Don't say I want to grow, but I don't want you in the areas where I, I need to grow. No, let him in those areas. 
Let him work in that. And I want to tell you, his grace is more than enough to get you there. And here's what I believe. When all of this is over, you will be different. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be perfect. I'm not even saying you're going to be where you want to be. But you're going to be able to look back and realize, you know what? I'm better than I was. Because God has something new for me every single day if I'm really willing to let him work. Let me pray for you right now during this time. Father, we just pray that every single person who's hearing this will open a Bible, not for the sake of opening a Bible, but for the sake of letting the Bible open us, for the sake of letting your spirit renew our thoughts, our attitudes. There is new perspective for us every day, new places that you wanna take us, God, but we have to be willing for you to pull some weeds. God, growth doesn't happen if we just want everything for us, but we don't want you to work in us. So God, would you help us to humble ourselves and to be willing for you to change the things that need to be changed in us so that when this is over, we're not gonna be perfect, but we're gonna be different, better than we were before because of the work you're doing in us. In Jesus' name, amen. We are praying for you. Keep sending your questions to us at gfcflorida.com. We'll keep answering those over these next few weeks. Thank you for joining us at Grace Family Church. We'll see you next week.